probably that's that's I think that's the best way to start the episode. Just, oh like, my god, we should right totally in. do an episode about that shit. I want to start just with one right off the top, so we can do a time machine list in the future. But like, what would be you? You've got the time machine. You can take one trip. You've got about an hour, right? And you let's just say for I'll put argument's it this way. sake, you know you're gonna get it. You know you're gonna who who would you hook up with if you had an hour in a time machine? Well, okay, I'll put it this way. I hate when people say about how if they had a if they had a time machine, they would go back and pick winning lottery numbers. No, my question was who would you have sex with if you could go back in time to have sex with somebody? I'll circle around to that. Okay, I was like, well, what does this have anything to do with lottery numbers? So, I would go back and I would go back to the 80s. Back when Apple was, like, super small still. This is way too much thought into this. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's the only way I do things. you you got to think this shit through. Okay. I would go back to the 80s because, you know, that's when I could invest money in Apple while still going to a cocaine L.A. party. All of this extra side where you still haven't even given an answer yet. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate? No, wait. I was gonna say, Sharon Tate was dead. dead in the 80s. Okay. Um, so, if you're going back to the 80s to... Let's see, let's see. Invest in oh, ooh, ooh. Sophia fuck, Loren. Fuck Sharon Tate's corpse. Sophia Loren. Alright. I, I would go back in time to have sex with Sophia Loren. So, Lou's gonna cheat the system and somehow find a way to gamble. And, uh... What... I guess just leave leave some money sitting in Vegas for well, like 20 I was, years. I was just kind of hoping that it would be a time travel episode in general to where we could talk about like... I'm done. Cool. I'm, 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 I'm all about, all aboard. And in that note, uh, so my, up until, my answer to this question changed yesterday because okay. believe it or not, this is a thought I have all the time and actually... A question. This is an icebreaker. One of my go-to icebreaker questions. Like who, if you could jump back in time, and up until yesterday, my answer was always like 1994. Um, dang it! I almost said Sharon Tate. Now I've got Sharon Tate on the mind. I gave you Sharon Tate brain. Oh God, what? Tater brain. Man, now that's rough. Um, because then I have my current answer sticking through my head. Sharon Stone was my old answer up until yesterday, when somehow I was playing music through my like just a youtube playlist and you know how you can accidentally you can just tap one of the list of songs beneath it and so i ended up on a diana ross song and it was and i was like all right i'm gonna listen to this and the video that they had made was just a bunch of different pictures of diana ross in her youth and i was like wow she's the new champion she is the new time machine dream that's sophia loren Boom. That's some good stuff. We need to we need to add the uh I was gonna say we need I to mean, start screen sharing when you and I record. We do. So I can throw that out there. But okay, so what with the idea of, of time travel, what would be what what else you got outside of you know, I, I of course got my go to most I got the most important question for me out of the way already. Right. But uh what would be what's one for you? Go back and insert myself in the mafia. Okay, that that would be a goal of something that you would do. Like yeah, because I, like I I know the future, so I I could go and be like, hey, 
this motherfucker's making moves on you. This this says and, a lot. And, and give up valuable information to you know. Well, the Godfather. There are there. Well, some, at least the Godfather. I would pledge my loyalty. Well, to. you could actually just kind of trade places, right? Like, there's, you know, you could just replace old man Lucky, and you could just be you, you right? Know? Maybe uh, or or get get in bed with with that organization. I think that's interesting, and I do not propose that I'm going to be any different. I just I think it's funny in in, in each instance it's immediately been. I'm going to go out and I'm going to create this little mini empire off the fact that I'm tri- time traveling. It's not been, oh, I'm going to go back in time and prevent Hitler's birth because I would save all these people. It's like, nah, man, I'm going to let things be as they were and I'm just going to make sure I get my cut so that way when the future comes and we have iPads, I'm like a rich, loaded 65-year-old. Um, and again, I will probably be on that same token if i could time travel now i would probably go back hmm honestly i would i would go back into the 70s because i'd want to live through the 80s while still relatively young okay uh so i might even actually just go back to the 80s that's the other thing you have to consider if we're jumping back in time you're jumping back in time as who you are right now so you still have the same amount of time to play with right as far as your actual lifespan Right. Realistically, I've got maybe 30 years left <coughs> if I'm lucky. So I would not end up making it back probably even to this time. And realistically, if I did, if I'm going all the way back to the 70s, I'm, an, I'm a really super old man. Well, and see what so I, I might would go do. back to like 83, 84. Right. And then, so what you're, you're, I see where you're going to go with this. You're like, I'm going to get myself so rich and so loaded and so connected that I can Walt Disney my ass and freeze myself and then live in the future. Or you're going to propose a secondary, like, I'm going to reverse engineer my time travel machine so I can go back to the future after I've made a million dollars. Actually, what I was going to say was, I met you guys before I was 30. So what I would do is I would go back in time and I would take, like, I, I would make the monies and what I would do is, like, I would, I would like, like how there's, like, the different pictures of generations, like, remember, like, there's, like, the Nicolas Cage theory or whatever and, like, Jay-Z or whatever that they're time travelers? Yes. So what I would do is I would travel back to different periods and I would systematically, okay, there is going to be this person in the future like a hundred years from now i want to establish this this trust for him he is my he is my future 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 descendant heir Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying i'm following along so far and that would just kind of keep rolling over to where i would have multiple trusts established in my name that would mature by the time i'm 30 and then i would take that money and invest into the whole bad dinner guests. Ah, I see. I see. I would, yeah. I would probably end up go just going back in time and, and working at National Lampoon. And so that way, when I'd be part of that startup, so that way when it would inevitably break up, because it had a very short lifespan, mm. you know, maybe... It did. Establish bad dinner guests... It would be interesting, like, the, the sort of things you could do if you jump back to the time before your own birth. 
Like, I would stay so far away from my parents as I physically could just to make sure I don't do anything to prevent the potential meeting. Also, I have a feeling like if I ran into my 17-year-old mother and we made eye contact that she would, you know, like that's her son. She would somehow know. She would somehow know that that's her son. Um, I, I think that would be... Just and then I might I just explode, it. right? And then, and then I might just never exist. So it would be it would be very difficult or for you to leave. Or you're your own dad. Or, you know, gross. <laughs> there's and, a, there's oh a great, my god! That's like a Chuck Palahniuk book right there. I probably mispronounced his name. I and probably always will. But you, you drop your laws and just they're right here. It's okay. It's not necessary. But I do thank you. You're welcome. Um, Save me. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, shit. Chuck Polanski or Polanski? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, I, so I was saying I would avoid um, avoid running into my own parents. So and the, w- what I was getting at was it would be very difficult. There's the opportunity there to try to leave something for right. your unborn future self. But the like, how would you even be able to do that? Because I'd have the social security number in my name. But it, that, but, it, but it wouldn't exist yet. So you would have to stick around at least until you were already born. Right. And then somehow figure out. But again, like you can't set up a bank. Well, I guess you could. Yeah. I guess you technically could. Where you would run into a problem again, you would have to, well. Go to a law firm that I know is going to exist a hundred years from then. And be like, you're going to, I need to sign you under a contract. That when this day comes, you need to find this person and inform them of a trust I'm establishing in their in their name. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm there might be a couple of loose ends to have to, to There there, check there up totally on there. are. But um, I mean, if I'm making favors for the right mafia people, what what loopholes do you really need to jump through at that point? So right, exactly. So that's, that's <laughs> with that and with your master plan in mind, that works. So I have another one for you. So master plans aside, here uh-huh. I'd work so for Lucky Luciano. Let's step out of the universe that right now that we are each kind of creating uh-huh. in these hypotheticals, and let's just do a one-off of okay. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, preventing some sort of disaster. So okay. what? And I don't care at what point in history it is. It doesn't have to be American history. But if you if you had only you know if it's a one-way trip and you know that you actually will die from it but you're choosing one thing you know what i mean so you have to take sort of self-gain out of the equation right but what's the one thing you would go and be like look i'd take my one shot kamikaze mission to make if i could guarantee that this event didn't happen this is what i would prevent so like trail of tears you would you would play the hero card for a trail of tears okay all right i think it's a tough one that is a tough one. I mean, there's been a lot of fucked up shit that's there's, happened there's through so history. There's so many, yeah. And I think that if I went back and prevented the Trail of Tears, maybe there would be more Cherokee people around today. Hopefully, oh, yeah. you know. You would, you would think. You um, would take. I mean, I know you said the Holocaust and stuff, but you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to catch a lot of heat or anything, but Native American people. We're almost completely wiped out. Well, you're you're absolutely right. I think that's it's part of. I've mentioned this before, even just, uh, but probably not on air. But even just relating strictly to World War II, the double standard we have 
for, okay, when other people do it, it's a grave injustice to never be forgotten. Right. But if we've done it, let's sweep it under the rug because we have to stay the good guys, which is why I would argue that at least public school, as far as history class goes, it's actually, you're just getting basically the propaganda version of the story. Oh, you totally we're, are. We're always the good guys. chicago we've, we've never made a mistake ever. Uh, never treated anyone poorly. You know, um, her name would, would have actually been pronounced Sacagawea, uh, I think. Ooh, uh, that sounds... It wasn't that sounds, that sounds prettier anyway. I'm going to... Thank you for saying that on air. I'm going to listen to it later. Sacagawea. During private time. Thank you. Damn yeah. right. That's Say why it. I said it again in a more sultry voice. One more time, but slower. Sacagawea. Oh, that's the money spot right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and now I've put, spe- I've put myself oh, on the spot. Oh, yeah, baby. Sacagawea. What event would I change? I would... Hmm. I wish we had some Jeopardy music right now. There's a few because there's a few. Obviously, the, like the the normal, the big ones are bouncing around your head, right? You know, do you, do like you go for making the, my dad shoot the load that borne me yeah. on my mom's face instead of her cooch, so I can just fly around as some <laughs> maybe. and then disappear. Yeah. And I just How much off. of a mind fuck would that be? Yeah. And just like fade into oblivion. <laughs> Right. But then you'd have to watch, and I don't know. I don't. I don't. I couldn't get there. I, there right. I couldn't watch that. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, I think it would be. Honestly, I, th- I think I. And this is this is probably a weird random answer, but I would try to find a way to prevent the Lusitania from ever setting sail, which mm. would have kept World War One from becoming World War One. Right. Or maybe in that sense, I guess what I would do instead would just be to successfully prevent the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Ferdinand. But realistically, that was a proxy war that was set up to make sure that World War One would happen. And if right. you look at it, uh, Britain was going to get in that war no matter what. <laughs> Regardless of the entangling treaties. Yeah, and they were getting smacked. The world was moving to railroads, and as the country who owned every naval port in the world, you really don't want to see the rest of the world go to railroads. Nope. So the best thing to do is ruin diplomacy and also the physical structure of the ground in these countries. Well, that. Uh, so trench warfare, it's the only time in history we've had trench warfare, and I don't know if that was also... Well, it was a, also the first time. A coincidence, yeah. Because it was incredibly inefficient. When you looked at World War One, that was the first mechanized war. We had the introduction of tanks and rudimentary planes, first-generation kite planes. You know, Red Baron, he didn't fly around in a P-22 Mustang. <laughs> he was he was in a biplane, a prop... Prop... Propeller. Yeah. And I, I guess I should sort of correct myself. Obviously, there have been trenches dug since oh, well, yeah. World War One. but what I mean when I say it is that was, as you know... Just basically two sides, just rows of trenches lined yep. up behind each other, up and over. No man's land. That's where the uh, allegedly where the phrase "up and atom" comes from. Yep, is uh, American soldiers in World War One. Uh, so yeah, a little history aside there, but uh, my my the thought process behind it, I'm, I'm attempting because because if you can stop World War One, then World War Two doesn't happen because Germany isn't in the place isn't the whipping boy after getting bent over during World the World War One peace treaties. They aren't in a place where they need a Hitler to bounce back, and the, you know the, the, World War One absolutely was the cause of World War Two. 
So if you can get rid of the it, it first one, was. you can maybe change in on that. So if because it, you maybe nine eleven doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a big chain reaction. That's why I would go well, for it. You know what? You know what? Let's talk about this systematically and walk it up to that point. Because if and I can I I wholeheartedly agree that World War One, the events after World War One directly led to the events of World War Two, because Germany was made the whipping boy because they killed the most people. And, yeah, and they lost. And they lost. They were on the losing side. And they took the brunt of it, though, because they were the best fighter on the losing side. And it's just, it's fucking crazy. And that's what, you know, that's all the countries took their pound of flesh and that left them in a deep economic recession. And it paved the way for, for the hateocracy that became what the Nazi party is known for. You know, and that's, it's, it's, it, the, the frightening thing about the whole Nazi movement is that their atrocities overshine what they started out as. And people don't see the similarities of, like, what socialism can lead to and why why people are so worried of it. Because, you know, the whole totalitarianism and the fucking supreme leader thing, you know, North Korea doesn't call themselves, you know, freedom country. They call <laughs> themselves the Democratic Republic of Korea or some shit along those lines or, like, they they change it once in a while and it's i i think it's like the the democratic uh republic of north korea or the it's it's something along those lines and it's just people don't realize that like <laughs> there's a fine line between freedom and not freedom and it's when you hit the not freedom that it's already too late you know yeah, and there were there. Yeah, that's a Hitler's an interesting topic, and the starting of World War II and how how that whole thing came about, and people's initial reaction to it right. is really a part that gets kind of just glanced over again in history in history class, and it's that could be its own episode uh, on its own time. Oh, definitely. I, I feel like we should. Uh, so time travel. Jump back to the uh, jump back to the time travel there. So what? What would be something? Would would you be tempted to go to the future if yeah. you had a time machine? Oh yeah. I'd How at least want to see. Hundred years. I think I would go forward to the time where I, I'm probably just jump way too far uh-huh. and and be, okay, here's Earth, or like, oh, there's no Earth here anymore. How like shit that. would that be? And then just start rolling it back, because right. as terrible and horrible as this probably sounds, you see what I'm about end? to say, I do. I you want to see the end of the movie, you Yeah, fuck? it's like, I want to have that closure, <laughs> right? It just, it drives me nuts right. that I'm going to die having, that I will live my entire life really not having any answers, player. and it drives me nuts it, and it's it's what drives my my inner nihilist. Like it's what makes me truly believe that life is essentially 
pointless. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. That's what drives me to be like, hey, I'm going to take all this extra time outside of work to just record podcasts and see what we can do. And have fun. Because I have that screw it. This all is pointless anyway. You might as well make the best of it and try to do do what you like doing. Exactly. Just try to do what you like doing with it. So, but yeah, in that same sense, like I want to see how it ends up for us. Like if God is actually going to ride down on a horse with a freaking flame sword, friggin' sword, I want to see that. And I, I don't know. And I, because every time I tell people that I'd rather see the way the world ends than not see it, it immediately comes off as selfish. It's like you want to. All, you want to cut all those other people's existence short because you want to see the end of the world. And I'm like, well... You act like I was the one who caused it. And I, I just said yeah. I wanted to be along for the ride, and I would find that point in time where it's happening. Yeah. How is that cut, How is that me cutting those people's life short? Well, because I have been guilty of saying this without the time travel argument in play. Like, I've been, in my current lifespan, uh-huh. just said, you know what? Uh, I'd rather see the end of the world than die before the world ends, if okay. I'm being honest. I've said that before. But, I guess, maybe not something that you should take literally, but that's Again, just... how are you causing it, though? It's not like you're like, I'm gonna go push the end of the world button, because I'm alive and can push the end of the world button. Right, but it's selfish in the sense of, I'm saying, I'd rather all of us die yeah. than no, we I, die I... and the rest of the world go on. So I get why it's selfish. I'm I mean, it's going to happen have, when it's going to happen. I have to acknowledge it. And that's why I'm saying I'd just I'd rather see it than not. Right. No, than if it happens to happen during you, you would you would appreciate that. And all the religious right? people I mean, that's should be saying, on my right? team. Yeah, right? You would think all the Christians right. would be on my team. They're like, oh, I can go hang out in the pearly gates and ice skate on clouds with my grandma. Sure, yeah, let's do what Kev says. Like, let's have it happen before our lifespan's over. Shit. That person's idea of heaven is dramatically different than mine. What? Ooh. What's what's your version? My version of heaven, I would be an organic marijuana crop farmer. (laughs) So you'd actually work in heaven. Well... I mean, you gotta have a hobby, and what what what's 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 a better Zen-like hobby than you know gardening and reading I, comics while my garden grows? I was like, personally, I can probably think of several things I, that I would rather do to relax and have a hobby than garden. But that's a two each his own sort of thing. Right. That's fair. Well, I mean, you know. Like my heaven is probably just an outdoor basketball court that is somehow still made of wood, and it never rains. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd have the gym feel. Basically, a basketball court com- with four walls and no roof. I was and, about to say, you know, like, you know what would be cooler? Yeah, like, you know how they have, like, tennis courts? Yeah. Essentially like that, but, you know, some sort of plexiglass to where you can see inside and out. Yep. But it's, you know, there's still, like, that barrier, so, you know, the ball doesn't the ball go all stays over hell. In. You are speaking my I mean, language. all over heaven. So, <laughs> God, if you're listening, uh, get you can get working on that court to give to somebody else, because I, I know there's not much room for me up there. If up is the proper terminology. I kind of... What about sideways? Yeah, or or down. It depends. Like, if you're a flat earther, or not, I shouldn't I shouldn't be that general. Certain flat earthers believe that heaven is in the center of the earth. Yeah. And when you follow that green sky, that green light in the sky, when you get up to the North Pole, that it takes you to the center of the earth where heaven is. 
and Thoth will be down there writing on the emerald tablets. And maybe, maybe that's where Hitler tried to sneak off to. Quite possibly. And maybe he just like didn't tell them about the stuff he did in the outer world. And they're like, yeah, come on down, bub. Just got to shave that mustache. Right? <laughs> that would be weird. Oh, my God. What? Like, to me, I guess one of the, my most pressing thoughts is like, what if when we die, it's more the process of, it's not necessarily a heaven or hell. It's just that all you really get to take with you is your soul. I'm using air quotes here, but right. that's what we as humans have chosen to describe whatever it is. Right. So what if it's just your soul floating around basically in space or in nothingness, but heaven or hell is kind of determined on, like you wouldn't have the physical memories of your life, but you'd have that residual of what your soul was, right? Like if you were, let's say if you were an Ebenezer Scrooge type, like, you know, the afterlife could feel like hell to you. It could right. feel like torture. Um, but I always think to the, like, what if it's just one big melting pot? Like what if the afterlife is just all the souls go to one place and the reason there's a, a quote-unquote hell is like you have the the BDSM crowd and, you know, the people who want to wear leather and get whipped. You have them hanging out over here. Right. You, know, you have the freaks and geeks over here and then you've got like the Christians playing Baccarat in the nursing home over in another corner, but it's not, you know, there's no, right. there's no chief running the show. It's just birds of a, souls of a feather flock together. Okay. And that, Cause that could be potentially a, Messy. Uh, a, a concept for, I just, I, structured religion, organized religion interests me because it seems just like a way to get people to obey what other people have to say. And I kind of choose to believe that if there's a God, he wouldn't be into such petty things. Right. They wouldn't be like, yeah, yeah, you're going to worship me. And like, yeah, these rules that I've said, like, you're going to live by these. And I purposely didn't make you smart, but because a snake fed a chicken apple, I'm going to let you guys be smart, even though all all it would take is for me to just... I had wiped out the world before, and I killed everyone but Noah, but I wasn't willing to just kill Adam and Eve and press restart real quick. Right. And, but, so because I let all of these things happen, now you have to worship me, and you can't say bad words, and, and I'm not saying that stealing is wrong, isn't wrong, and I'm not saying that, you know, rape and murder aren't wrong, I'm just saying you don't actually need somebody else to tell you that, that's an instinct that you've already had. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just kind of, it makes me wonder the whole, what the whole afterlife, I think how terrifying would it be for a devout Christian who spent their whole life worshiping this thing to get their spirit goes, ascends to the next plane. And they find out that it's just one big sandbox. Right. And you got angels and demons floating around up there and you're on your own. Uh, oh, well, it's, and the that, funny thing is, dude, I, I totally see where you're coming from. And I think, we are so misguided on a lot of things because we just assume stuff. And the the biggest thing that we assume is that the government doesn't want to hurt us and neither does religion. But you can you, you can go back to back when America had slaves and they had a slave version of Christianity for for the slaves. You know, like it, one of the things that I that I hate when people talk about is the color of Jesus. Like what what Jesus' skin color was. And 
let's be honest, he was probably black. I mean... He most definitely wasn't a white dude. Right. Because they're just, like, it wouldn't make sense for a white dude to even... Only in today's day and age does a white dude exist in that environment because a white dude would have at some point flown or taken a boat over there. Right. Like, it just doesn't make sense for the 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 climate and the, it, you know, it totally and the environment there. So, and, yeah. the, and the region and shit. And, like... You know that was that was back when the Nordic Swedes and shit were still north, freezing their balls off. Yep. And I think there's a merit to the whole God and everything. I just think we're we're so misguided on what it is and what it isn't, and it's become something that's been twisted around and contorted to fit different people's wallets and, you know, political means than anything else. And it's, it's, I, you know, my mom, my mom's a Jehovah's Witness and, um, she, she went out and did the field service thing the other day and, she ran into this guy who essentially called her trash because she's white <laughs> and her dad's white. <laughs> and oh, it was funny, dude. And so, she called, so they called her white trash or just uh, trash? Just trash. Trash because you're white. That's so, that'd be. And <laughs> he, was, he was talking about how like Christianity is a slave religion and it keeps black people down. And, you know, the truth of the matter is you can't really argue that. I would the I would argue it, and the only thing I would argue is it keeps all people down. It does keep that all people don't down. work for the church, right? And it's just it's funny. It's it's crazy funny how like people don't people don't realize that, and you know, I I believe it's a cult because you know inside looking out. They have the different, you know, they have the shaming process that if you go against the will of the church, you're excommunicated. Mm -hmm. um, it's called this fellowship. And, like, if you go to, you know, the place or whatever, people aren't supposed to talk to you. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, you know, even because, I mean, you know, Jesus Christ, I was I was raised in this. And I was like, you know... That's kind of fucked up because if 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 this is really about what Christ, if this is really Christianity, isn't that when that person needs the most support and help in their life and people reaching out to them? Right. Like, hey, you know, I I heard you're going through some things. Do, do you do you need some some positive brother hangout time? Some some positive activities. <laughs> Whatever I don't know. I, I mean, just wanted to cards. say phrasing. That's all. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. And it's just it, it's it's ridiculous. Like, you know, these people these people give millions and millions and millions of dollars to this organization, but we never had any like after school program. Man, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, a little much, huh? Isn't that kind of fucked up how that works? Yeah. Um. They, they they don't give anything back to the people. And these people are like, yeah, 
This is so great, everybody. Tell you what, I go back in time and just break the first the the stone tablets that the Ten Commandments were written on, and just let it be a free for all. Oh my God! <sighs> go back with like an AR fifteen. I can I can just feel the anarchy <laughs> in my soul. Oh my mm-hmm. God! How nuts would that be, though? It would now in that in there that are these scenario, star travelers that came to our land and murdered all our warriors with these. <laughs> With these magic boomsticks. Well, see, you, again, you went in a way different direction. All I said was, I'll go back in time, grab a grab a piece of stone out of an old dude's hand, and break it so people can't read it. You're like, yeah, we're going to show up like commando style and murder a bunch of people. I never said I was going to kill anybody. I just said I'm going to destroy the Ten Commandments and then see what happens. It doesn't count as murder if you and do it so, a And so, and it's like, and this is why we... <laughs> That's anarchists get a bad rap because I can say, "Oh yeah, anarchy," and then you'll follow it up with be like, "Oh yeah, AR-15s. We're gonna murder a bunch of people." And I was just like, "No, I just meant self-sovereignty, not fucking the LA riots." Like Jesus, anarchy is not people rioting. It's uh, it's if you don't want people to riot, buy a gun. That's the idea, you know. Just right, <laughs> and don't don't hang out with Lou while drinking. You just might. What? That's mean. <laughs> Might get you. Hey, <laughs> if you have a time machine. Sorry, I guess I didn't finish. And like I don't said, don't drink and time travel with with uh, Lucky. That's all. Fair enough. Because as I said, it's not murder if you don't. If it's not murder, it, it's it's only murder if you do it in your own timeline. Oh, okay. So I'll... if I'm if I'm if I'm time traveling, and I murder other people, it's not murder. It doesn't count. Although, how great would that be if I murdered the wrong person and I died? We have, I was going to say, yeah, we have different uh, definitions of the word great, I think. (laughs) I don't think you'll see me use the words murder and great in the same sentence very often. Or they murdered great numbers of people. Unless Unless it's on paper. You know, once, I save all of that stuff for when I'm writing it down. That's, I just go balls deep in the weird when I'm doing that. Yeah, you but, do. Yeah, oh yeah. Can't wait. Um, oh, speaking of balls deep in the weird, if you're listening to this, be sure to check out the teaser to Lucky's new spinoff. Lucky's Crime Tips. Oh, it's going to be great. It's like late night tips but for crime. And uh, extra heavy on the tips because if you listen to enough late night tips, you know we don't offer a whole lot of advice yet. It's right. More, it's more just you know, here's some stories of stuff and probably don't do the stuff that that we do. And so that way, we know, when you take our advice, you think, okay, I'll probably just do the opposite of what uh, Kev, Sean, and RJ say. Uh, but Lucky's got some actual useful crime tips for you. you I, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's even the word. I would, I would say they're, they're entertaining and they're de- there's... They're they're u- so they're far unique. yeah they're they're unique it's a it's a new perspective a new take on crime old tips. crime but unfortunately I don't think there ever was a crime tips thing though yeah that's why it's a new it's it's you gotta throw those flashy fla- that flashy big word in front of it ooh premiere the premiere <sighs> episode premiere but uh, I I wish I had a time machine right now because. As you know, good sir, I'm going to have to hit the road here in the you do. in the near future. 
uh, at least until I can get a new flux capacitor. <sighs> yeah, they were all out at the Home Depot. Check the block cheese section <laughs> at your Meyer Deli. I was gonna say if, if that I was like, if he doesn't name a real store, this might be a trigger. Like this might be some kind of. I love some, trying to trigger you. Some kind of CIA code. Yeah, Lou just says a bunch of random sentences, hoping that hoping that one day I'll just go Manchurian Candidate. Well, and the funny thing is, Kellowbick Road. No. <laughs> <laughs> there is this one day I I had to show you that thing I wrote down. And it was, it was, I don't even remember what it was, but I actually went to another page and wrote down that you were going to make a triggered joke. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did that, that classic, like, predicted it. And then when I freaked out and said something, you showed, he showed me the note that said, Kevin's going to say that. And that just freaked me out even more. And I was like, okay, this dude really is my handler. And I don't know what to do anymore. So, if I ever turn up missing, you guys don't really know where to look. But, you know, just know you're not going to find me. Oh, they'll know where to find you. (laughs) Be strung up from somewhere. Floating in a river. (laughs) I live in a van down by the river. Nope. Okay, good. That wasn't one either. Uh, good. I think I'm good on... on uh, that's a Chris Farley right? No, I know it. That's what... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was saying, I, I, thankfully... Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> oh. Well, I have been Kev. It's been your boy Lucky. At my boy Kev on Twitter, if you're looking for me. And, you can, uh... You can find me. What is it? LCT underscore BDG on Twitter. With a little at symbol before that shit. I'm also on Facebook, Lucky's Comic Talk. Bam. And uh, get over to Game Junkies on Facebook. Oh, yeah. The new, one of the newer uh, sections. Second, yeah, installments of Bad Dinner Guests. Also, don't forget, you can just follow the Bad Dinner Guest page, Twitter at Bad Dinner Guest, Facebook, of course, Bad Dinner Guest where we post all of our podcasts, all of our videos, all short stories, anything and everything we can think to do. Lucky's got a meme factory going. Um, yeah, go check out our uh, Rick and Morty memes. Yep. We got comic reviews, McPizza unboxings, the whole nine yards, all of your entertainment, a short film starring these two handsome gentlemen that you cannot see right now. Go check it out. Anyway, it's been real, y'all. Nighty night. Peace the fuck out, bitches. Oh, hey. Banana, muffin, cream pie, taco butt.